Welcome to The Coffee Table, the podcast for copywriters who want to get new ideas and inspiration for building and scaling a business you love. In this podcast, hosts Grace Fortune, Nicole Morton, and Erin Pennings bring new topics and guests to the table every single episode. We're spilling the beans on how you can use your interests and expertise to define what success means to you and take steps to achieve it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the copy table. Today, we're introducing my colleague, Grace Fortune, who we feel is awesome because she's probably one of the most interesting systems thinkers that I know. And I don't know anyone who can connect the dots as well as she can. So let me introduce you to Grace. She's a core strategist and copywriter who says she has had more jobs that she can count and has helped one of her clients earn more than $2 million with an M from a handful of offers. She graduated from Niagara College in 2012 and lives near Niagara Falls, where we have seen her with cats and dogs in her lap, <laughs> singing Hamilton songs and pondering why the heck left-handedness is so difficult. Grace. I need to interject right here. This is Erin. I had no idea you were a lefty, Grace. We need to talk about that. Nice. <laughs> Moving down back to you, Nicole. So right. Grace, you're in the hot seat. How are you feeling? Um, nervous sighted, as you would say. Yes, nervous sighted is a thing. All right. So <laughs> here's the easy part. Tell us about your background. Oh gosh, that's such a big question. Um, okay, so like you had mentioned, um, I've had so many different jobs. I've basically been working full time since I was 16 years old. And, and not too many breaks from that. I started out, you know, I've worked as a, a bus girl in a restaurant. I've worked at a factory creating, you know, bingo products. I'm not even joking. I've also, um, I worked at another factory um, handling toxic chemicals. I didn't last very long there because they didn't believe in safety. <laughs> uh, I also worked in customer service, collections, tech support, I've also, I went to college um, at, to get a degree in uh, dental office administration. Um, so I worked in a dental office for a bit, but the biggest welcome experience comes from working in the call center industry, which is every bit as bad as you would think it is. It's awful. I don't recommend. But what led me here was uh, as I was working in a dentist office in, I believe it was 2017 now. Yeah, 2017. I got offered a job with a friend of mine who ran her own virtual assistant business. Mm -hmm. So I started out as her executive assistant. And then I started helping her serve her clients in the virtual assistant capacity. I lasted there for about two and a half years. And then the pandemic hit. <laughs> so uh, March, 2020, everything kind of went to pot. Um, everything mm -hmm. started shutting down including my brain. Um, I wasn't doing too well. this. Uh, so for my own, you know, for my own mental health and sanity, I decided I'm like, you know what, I just can't work for somebody else anymore. I need to start doing my own thing. So I took a little bit of a break after I left that job. And then I started my own virtual assistant business working with a financial advisor client who I still work with to this day. That's actually the client that you mentioned that has mm -hmm. earned all that money from those offers. Anywho, so basically what had happened was I started out, like I said, as a VA doing my own VA thing. I had my own clients, but I, I learned through my experience as a VA working for my old boss and myself that what I really, really like doing is writing copy. And all of the copy that I wrote was for like launches and courses and whatnot. 
And I really wanted to stick with that because that's what I love doing. I can't think of many things much more satisfying than watching something come together like that and to have to see somebody make a legitimate living off of just teaching other people what they know. Um, the client that I, I serve was a financial or still serve as a financial advisor. And he is a financial advisor who's a coach for other advisors. So he helps people like him build their business. So it's kind of like a little bit about what we're doing now, like mm-hmm. helping other copywriters. Yep. So it was just a really, really nice marriage from the experience that I've had to bring it to what I know now. But all that to say, it was, I want to say, yeah, January of 2021 is when I decided to go whole hog into this whole copywriting and launch strategy thing. But I, for some reason, I felt like I didn't deserve to call myself a copywriter just yet. I, I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm still a VA. Like what, why am I calling myself a copywriter? That's, that's BS. I worked with other copywriters and I just felt like I didn't deserve to call myself that yet. <laughs> and then somebody who I hope actually to have as a guest in the future, um, to talk some sense into me and said, Grace, if you write copy, you're a copywriter. That's right. And then it kind of clicked to me that you don't need to be as successful as somebody like, you know, Laura Belgray or Tarzan K or all those big name copywriters. Mm. So I'm really, really grateful that I had some sense knocked into me. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I, I joined a copywriter mastermind, technically two of them, one after the other. And it, the rest is history. Like I just grew exponentially and I tie any success that I've had to finally committing and going whole hog into it. Absolutely. I think that's a really interesting point. It's like you can want to do a lot of things, but until you give it a shot, you're Mm -hmm. never going to know how successful you can be Mm -hmm. until you say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to own this. So what has been one of the biggest surprises that you've encountered over the last couple of years? I think for me, probably the biggest surprise is the fact that I can actually do this. Um, (laughs) For me, like I... Other than other than my friend who had the VA business, I didn't know anybody who had a business, right? Everybody that I know, like my entire family works for other people because to me, it, and, and that made me have the mindset that, you know, business people are, you know, they're special and unicorns and they're, they're a different kind of people. That's not me. I'm just, I'm just somebody who, you know, just works for minimum wage and is struggling to pay rent and all of that stuff, right? I just didn't feel like it was something that I could ever do. So yeah, that was the biggest surprise to me is that, you know, I am capable of this and I hope that other people can kind of learn that from, from me, if anything, if nothing else, learn that you can, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This path is not inaccessible to anyone. Personally, I've loved watching you grow over the past couple of years. So what do you think is what drew you to launch copy and strategy? Because that's not where you started. You've evolved into it. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, because I had worked um, in the VA capacity, everything mm-hmm. that I had done was really tied to launching in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. So I eventually learned, okay, I've learned how to do a launch from start to finish. And then I discovered through experimentation. Um, and, you know, thanks to my, thanks to my old boss for that. I would not be here. Without, I would not be here without her letting me experiment and figure out what I am good at and what I like to do. 
um, without that experimentation, I, I would not be here today, 100%. I would be doing something completely different. All that to say, because of that experience as a VA, I just brought that with me and it was like a natural kind of progression. It was, the writing was kind of on the wall for me. And mm -hmm. I just, um, the clients that I, that we served um, in my fr friend's business were all copywriters. So just watching people grow a copywriting business was just like, you know, hashtag goals. Like it was for me, it just seemed so interesting and so fun. And so I guess, I guess in a way I kind of glamorized the idea of being a copywriter because I saw these super successful people building, you know, six, seven figure businesses just by writing down words and using their freaking brain. It was, mm -hmm. it was amazing. And I'm like, I want a piece of that for myself. You know, uh, I want to give people words that they didn't have before and teach them how to get their brain out to the world. So that's, that's why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I want to underline, can I, can I underline verbally? I want to verbally underline what you've said is that it was just writing down words, because I feel like that's something every single one of us has said. But the fact of the matter is, that's one of the things that we all excel at. And I have come to realize that that's not something that comes naturally or easily to as many people. Mm -hmm. So I want to underscore, maybe I want to underscore as well as like double underline <laughs> the fact that that's one of your many zones of genius. And Nicole alluded to your ability to organize and think through all of the moving parts of a launch from systems and an almost yeah. VA style perspective. But I think there's more that I want to peel back the layers of the, of the grace onion, the grace onion. Like what, so what inspires you to keep showing up? Because it, it's not easy. Copywriting, having a business doesn't have to be hard, but keeping going when things are not as easy yeah. is one of the biggest, biggest challenges. So how do you keep yourself showing up every day? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's a, that's a big question. Like I, I think there's multiple answers to that. I think that um, understanding and accepting the fact that I do actually have something to share with people that they, they need to hear um, something that I excel at. I think you guys can both attest to that is being like being a cheerleader, mm -hmm. right? Like very I, much so. I <laughs> thank you. I think that I firmly believe that anybody can do anything that they set their mind to, as long as they take micro steps and baby steps to achieving it. And for me, what keeps me showing up even when I don't want to, because I, you know, I'm not super, super extroverted. Like I might come across that way, but I'm not, I like, I like my quiet time. I like my privacy. I just, I don't, I'm not naturally one of those people who would go on TikTok dancing, no shade to people who do. That's great. Go for it. That's just not me. Um, but knowing that I can, I have something to say that people might need to hear. And I've had people tell me, you know, in my emails and whatnot, you know, I, I needed to hear this today kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I really, really like inspiring people and making them believe and understand that they can do anything that they want to. Um, if, if I can, you know, give anybody anything, it's belief in themselves. Mm -hmm. I love that. So what is the vision for your business? Um, We're coming into, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, the vision for my business is um, basically to help people with um, launching their courses and products. Um, I'm going to be expanding a little bit in this year in 2023 to helping people launch like memberships, Mm -hmm. because as much as I love courses and I and I do, I want to help people build more, um, more steady income instead of just having you know, people do like a one and done purchase. I want people to have like memberships where somebody's paying you every single month for your, for your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's a couple, like my client, uh, the financial advisor I was telling you about, that's why he's earned so much. Cause all of his stuff is basically memberships. I think he maybe has like one or two products that you can only pay once for <laughs> all of the other things are like memberships, right? Like you're paying every single month for the privilege of his brain, which is wonderful. Um, and I think that just watching what he's done has inspired me to want to do the same thing and give the same kind of business to copywriters and other creative people who want that same thing. Mm-hmm. Because I know that, you know, as, as wonderful as having a copywriting business is, you can only serve one-to-one clients so much. Like mm-hmm. you have, have eight hour, you know what I mean? You have a work day, you have 24 hours in a day. You need to be able to have balance, right? You need to have time for your family, or, you know, your cat, your dog, your hobbies, whatever's important to you, Yep. right? Whatever that looks like for you, you need to have time away from your, your business. Otherwise, all you're going to feel like as, as a copywriter specifically is a content mule who is just, you know, your value is tied to how many emails you can bang out in a day right. or how many you can bang out. Um, and that's not, that's not the kind of business that I think is satisfying or sustainable in the long run. And I do find, you know, I've heard a lot of copywriters talk about how they feel burnt out eventually and they're just they're tired of it yeah so if you know if I can help somebody create revenue streams and get rid of some of that burden um and not only that but just finding new clients all the time mm-hmm. right that's that's a challenge for many copywriters Very so if so. you have yeah if you have memberships and and products that people can buy that just reduces some of that burden I think mm-hmm. I'd agree with everything that you just said there. I love it. If you were to go back to those early days of starting, what is one thing that you would do completely differently to get you to this point now? Oh, gosh. Um, I think for me, if I were to do one thing differently, I would... I would start treating my business more like a business instead of something that I do just to make money, if that makes sense. Like, yes, I have, you know, I'm not neurotypical. I'm like, I have ADHD. I've got, you know, I've had focus issues. It's very, very challenging for me to sit down and get focused time to grow my own business. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a habit of putting everyone else first instead of me. So I would change that. I would make sure that I have dedicated time where, you know, nobody bothers me. This is grace time <laughs> to grow, grow my business the way that I want. And beyond that, I think I would, I think I would have started owning what I'm good at sooner instead of hiding behind other labels. Like, um, unfortunately, like virtual assistants, they don't get paid enough for what they do. Like that's true getting away from that label, I would have probably done that a lot sooner. And if you're a copywriter who's calling yourself a copywriter, I would maybe open yourself up to the idea of being more than just 
a copywriter, be, become like a, a strategist, have people start paying you more for your expertise and your knowledge, because right. whatever niche you've chosen, you've become an expert in that, whether or not you realize it, my takeaway would be to start owning that and have people pay you for your brilliance. Mm-hmm. Don't just um, settle for copywriting jobs that don't make you happy and that you're over delivering on. Yeah, that's exactly right. And as, as much time as Aaron and I have spent with you, I always learn something new about you. So thank you for letting us indulge in um, getting to know more about you and your business. And I hope that the listeners take something away from your experience, uh, your incredibly valuable experience. So thanks for letting us, uh, thanks for letting us pick your brain, Grace Fortune at gracefortune.com. I have enjoyed getting, um, insights into grace's brain and how how it works and peeling back the layers of the grace onions very <laughs> nice be my new way to speak things but yeah and and nicole to your point like where where can people go to learn more about you other than our podcast website i i made myself very easily accessible um you can find my website gracefortune.com you can you know email me grace at gracefortune.com <laughs> I, I made myself <laughs> to um, reach intentionally. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on like Twitter. I've got a YouTube channel. My handle is it's Grace Fortune on all of them. So, you know, hit me up if you, if you have questions or if you want to talk about, you know, launching anything that you're, you've got kind of in the back of your head, I would absolutely be thrilled to hear about it and to guide you along and share my brain with you. And you absolutely want to be on Grace's email list. Her emails are wonderful. Ah, thank you. Yes. If you go to go.gracefortune.com slash news, you can easily sign up for my newsletter there. Thank you, Erin. Yes, absolutely. So until next time, thanks for joining us at the copy table. Grace Fortune, Erin Pennings, and myself, Nicole Morton, and we'll, we'll hope to catch you next time. 